Hi, everybody. Welcome to Dawson's Darlings. Today, we're going to be discussing... Disgusting. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to Dawson's Darlings. Today, we're going to be discussing season five, season six, episode five, The Imposter. That was really hard for me. I'll tell you what's more confusing is normally I introduce the oh. <laughs> So I really so, thought me. <laughs> you fucking nailed it. I just really went with it and stole your thunder and was like, fuck this bitch. I'm doing it. <laughs> that was really great. This episode. Do you want to read the rest of it also, or? Yeah, why don't you take this one? <laughs> okay, thanks. The uh, Max episode summary says, as Dawson goes all out to keep Natasha in the picture, Audrey is offered a chance to sing with Emma's band. This episode first aired October 23rd, 2002, and it was written... Uh-oh. By the one... Who? The only... The only... Gina... Do you like a piece of a pie? It was directed by Michael Lang. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think, I haven't totally worked out this joke yet, so I'm going to try it and we'll get it together. Um, do you think they gave her this episode because imposters kind of sounds like impastas. Or do you think that she, because uh, she's Italian, so imposters kind of sounds like pasta. So, uh, the, the <laughs> you know? My live crowd right now is booing you. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. it's oh, Some of them are leaving. Great. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Guess what? We don't need you. No, we do, we do, we do, we do, we do. We don't refund. Okay. <laughs> Joke's on you, fuckers. <laughs> um, no, oh, I don't think that's why they gave her this episode. I think they gave her this episode because they needed to tackle the repercussions of Audrey basically almost getting raped, coming within inches of getting raped. And we, she's obviously a little traumatized from that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought. I wish overall, I mean, we'll see, I guess, what the next episode looks like, what they do with it. But I thought, like, the subtlety of it mm -hmm. was great. I did, too. Very, like, on brand. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, the writers of Dawson's Creek want nothing more than one of their main characters, one of their main lady characters to be in a fucking band. They're like, okay, it didn't work out with Joey. Let's try it with Audrey. Like, why do we want them to be a lead singer in a band so bad? I don't want to see this. I, uh, although yeah. I have to say Audrey's, and we'll get to it obviously, but Audrey's rendition of a lead singer in a band was a little bit more palatable than Joey. Her rendition of being a lead singer in a band was... The cover of California Dreamin' by Mamas and Papas, a.k.a. one of the best songs ever. Yeah, Mama Cass is uh, rolling in her grave. <laughs> She's her... dead? Yeah. Oh, fuck. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> she uh, probably wasn't in, like, nine, 2002. Or no, maybe she was. Let's see when she died. You think this killed her? 
Yeah. Thanks <laughs> a lot. Because it almost took landing. me out. <laughs> Oh, she died in 1974, so she was long gone. Oh, okay. Well, fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Still, thanks a lot, Berlanti. Yeah, still, even so. Cold open. Uh, we're in Hell's Kitchen, where Eddie, remember, Eddie's a bar guy. He's a bar back, so he's like mm-hmm. flirting with a few gals at the bar, mm-hmm. as, you know, he does. And Joey is jealous. The be- I'm going to give Gina full credit for this joke because it took it got me it was good she's jealous she also needs eddie's attention because she works there and she's a minor or you know she's not 21 so she can't get her own drinks so she needs his help and uh she emma's there too and she's like can you help me with this fucking guy and she goes maybe you know if you go like i'm I'm happy to help you like cut your shirt and stuff it would probably help with your tips also and joey's like my what excuse me her gratuities. A gratuitities. Ah. <gasps> oh, now that was good. The impastas. Thank <laughs> you. But the gratuitities. I wish I thought of it. I got to give it to you. I just I just now had it. Wow. Right off the top of her head. She's beauty and smarts. And sweat. Mm, all of it. She's glowing. Yeah, literally. I can feel it. Um and then uh, apparently Joey and Eddie are not talking about the kiss. Joey says that social convention implies that when something embarrassing happens, nobody talks about it, which is untrue. <laughs> <laughs> I think they should not talk about it, though. It's not. It's I don't understand what the conflict here is. Yeah, just like let it go. Get over. It's not like they had sexual intercourse. Sexual intercourse stuff. Yeah. But stuff. <laughs> Whoa. Too much, too far. <laughs> I just like, I don't know. She kissed him. He liked it. It's fine. But he was Chill like, out. don't just like use me. <laughs> Jess. Whatever, Eddie. I mean, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and that's our cold open. At uh, Act One, at what I presume, because this is the most inside baseball storyline that has ever existed on Dawson's Creek. Uh, What I assume is that the bar that we find Dawson and Todd and Natasha at is the hotel bar. Post like must be. Yeah. Yeah. That's where they would all hang out. Yeah. We're a little better. You're going to take an Uber to a local bar. (laughs) No, production's not paying for that. No, it's like Tuesday and you're getting fucking hammered because you're done for the day. Yeah, I'm about to do that in California. Yeah, you are. But I'm not going to get hammered. Yeah, you are. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see what we could do about that. (laughs) Wearing a Lizzo shirt. About damn time. How did you feel about Dawson wearing a Brooklyn t-shirt? A Brooklyn Dodgers or just say Brooklyn? Just says Brooklyn. He got it at like fucking Old Navy or something. Yeah, he probably got it at like JFK Airport. Um, He's... A cool guy now. He works in film, major mosh, major motion mm-hmm. pictures. Major mosh. And uh, he, represent, he represents Brooklyn. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it suits him. He's no longer a Lennon guy. He's kind of back to being a Spielberg guy, but he, at the, in his heart of hearts, he's a Brooklyn guy. <laughs> <laughs> his heart of hearts. Yeah. 
Um, so Dawson is there to like talk to Todd, uh, but Todd and the director are talking when Dawson rolls up, or uh, Todd and Natasha. Todd is the director, and he's not talking to himself. There's too many T's. Uh, yeah, that's true. True. No oh, gratuitities. Oh, that was good. That was really funny, Zaz. Thank you. It was your joke. I know. I would never <laughs> steal your joke. I know. Just steal my heart. Oh. Blushing <laughs> as you should. So am I, but it's just because it's a hundred fucking degrees in here. Totally. Yeah. Uh. So Todd and Natasha are talking. <laughs> Natasha leaves when Dawson gets there, and then it's just Dawson and Todd. And again, very inside baseball. Um, Dawson's like, "Hey, the studio needs you to come up with a plan B because we're going to be in penalties for the next three days," which. For anybody on the off chance that nobody listening to this doesn't know what that means, even though that seems very impossible, it means that they have fucked up their scheduling very, very, very badly. And now every single day that they're filming, they're going to have to pay money, every extra money every single day. Overtime. Massive overtime. Yeah, they're on uh, fucking like double overtime. Yeah. Because they probably probably didn't get a weekend and also probably have not had enough of a union break between their days. And so now they're back to work and it doesn't matter. You can't catch up from that until you have two days off. What a great industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you something fun for everyone listening. This everybody's in penalty. So everybody's making the crew members are pissed, but they're making fucking bank. Also, they're on location. So they're making Money for being on location. They're making fucking bank because they're in penalties. It's amazing. These set PAs. I was just going to say, you know who's not making all this money? Yeah. The set the people PAs. People who the get set- paid the least amount of money. Mm-hmm. They get one penalty a day. That's it. All the money. Like all the money they could be making, they're missing out on like hundreds and thousands of dollars. They're making like 30 bucks. And they're working day, probably extra. harder than everyone else. Oh, guaranteed. Guaranteed. So, and that's uh, and that's the, the biz. That's showbiz. That's biz. <laughs> Welcome to Hollywood, princess. You're gonna hate it here. <laughs> uh, um, uh, anyway, so they're talking, and then um, as Dawson's like, "The fuck are we gonna do?" Boom! Now the studio is there, obviously, because um, if you haven't figured it out by now, things are going fucking terribly on this movie, as they all do. Yeah, the wheels fall. Apart. Yeah, everything falls apart. Yeah. Um, so now studio's there. It's that woman, Heather. That's the woman that thought that Dawson was a writer at first. When they first met, like, last season. Oh, wow. I did not pick up on that at all. Yeah. So same studio. So I like the continuity. That makes sense. Yeah, they didn't want to cast another person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and, again, Inside Baseball, uh, Heather's there. Studio's there. She's pissed because the movie's falling apart. And the first thing she says is that she wants Dawson to go upgrade her room. It's not his job, but okay. Yeah. Also, if you had told literally anybody at the production office that you were coming in, you'd have your fucking precious suite. Before you even checked in, Heather. Think ahead. (sighs) Tell somebody. So annoying. Say some, see something, say something. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Dawson. And that's what that saying is for. (laughs) 
<laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, now I'm getting mad thinking about there's a fucking travel coordinator on this movie, almost certainly, that's just waiting for this shit. Yeah. It's yeah. like their job. Yeah. Um, can you remind me what we're calling the loft? Trouble loft? The Bad trouble news trouble hut. Trouble hut. Fuck. I was so close. Trouble. Trouble hut. Hashtag uh, at the TH. <laughs> TM. THTM. What she got in her eye? I had a little gooey in my eye, you know? Oh, like an eye booger. Couldn't see it. I am looking into your eyes. <laughs> uh, at the trouble hut. Nope. Hang on. Let me try again. Sorry, a little frog in my throat. <laughs> ribbit, How ribbit. that frog got in my throat, I'll never know. <laughs> it's Michigan J. Frog. He hasn't made his, <laughs> made his debut in a while. He has not. He has not. At uh, the Trouble Hut, Audrey is listening to music and doing some required reading, which Pacey says that's the first book he's seen her read all semester, which also fits into this like very subtle, I don't, I truly don't remember what it's going to turn into storyline of like, Audrey, we really haven't seen her go to class at Worthington Original. Yeah, like, does she still even live there? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but she's reading. And then Pacey's trying to make conversation, and Audrey's not into it. She says nothing's bothering her, but Pacey says she's been acting weird all week. And he specifically wants to know if anything happened at the party in the last episode. And Audrey just, like, blows it off and says uh, the party was fine. And, like, oh, Jen, like, met a guy that was a nice guy. And then he tries to get a little smooching going, and... Audrey says she pulls it. away. Yeah. I think it's and, very well done. Yeah, I agree. It's not over the top. But it's also like really relatable because she's very ashamed of herself, which is something that yeah. women are taught to feel, even though she didn't do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Correct. And uh, it's hard to open up to your boyfriend about that. Yeah. Yeah. Then we've got a nice little transition uh, where Pacey's in the same chair that Audrey left him in, uh, but he's sleeping and now he's in a tie. So he got up and went to get ready for work and then came back down, started studying for his very real job that we totally get. What is he studying for? Who fucking knows? Like, why is he pulling all nighters? Isn't he like entry level? I don't know. Ugh. It's very odd and it's very toxic promoting this work culture. Yes. He has some very manic Kim energy. <laughs> That's so true. No <laughs> wonder why you're is, defending him. <laughs> well, it's also how I can confirm that it is toxic. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Emma comes in. She's pissed because like Pacey finished the coffee and Audrey's there again, as she always is. And she's in the shower Pacey's like, okay, well, good luck. Sounds like a you problem. <laughs> oh, bummer. <laughs> so he leaves. And then Audrey's like, she goes into the bathroom. She's going to let her know. But then um, Audrey is singing California Dreamin' again. But, and uh, what's her name again? Emma. Emma. Emma is just taken away by the sound of an angel singing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or she's taken by just seeing... Audrey in the shower. There's no way Ooh. to know. You just like get Emma getting a look. Ooh. Maybe she's she turned on. It's a naked person in a shower. A naked person. <laughs> uh, and then uh, in Prob Prof 101, that's what I'm calling this guy, this Jack teacher. 
Oh my God. He sucks so hard. Also, like where is he? Is he British and trying to do an American like Boston accent? Or is his accent just very unique and one I have not heard before? I don't know, but I, all I know is he's trying very hard to look like he's from Santa Monica, California. Yes. And, and he's, he's not. a dick. He's such a bad teacher. He's so mean. Wait, I think we're talking about two different prob prof teachers. Oh. I'm talking about the one that tried to proposition Jack. Oh, we're still at that one. Yeah. Sorry. I was yeah. thinking of the Worthington guy. They're both bad. Both bad. Yeah. But bad in very different ways. This guy's not a meanie. He's just a predator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll put it that way. Yeah. Um, this guy, the predator, is from Canada. So maybe that's his accent. Maybe that's a Canadian accent that he's trying to like tamper down into a Bostonian accent. The accent doesn't bother me much. It bothers me. So it okay, has well, to bother you. And it bothers me a lot. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so Jen asks Jack what happened at the party. And Jack says like nothing because this guy is straight. And even if he were suddenly gay, he wouldn't get involved with a guy like that. So nothing happened. And poor Jack looks fucking miserable. He hates this. His hair's all unkempt. It looks bad. Then the well, class is getting there. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, he didn't have time to shower because Audrey was in there throwing a private concert for the soap bottles. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, good he job. lives there too. Yeah, that, good job, everybody. <laughs> I kind of forgot about that. Who was everybody? I figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> I meant like good job production team that, that made him look all unkempt because he sure, can't sure, shower. Sure. Yeah, that was yeah, definitely yeah. intentional. Uh, I thought it was. Anyway, the point is, <laughs> class to get their papers returned. Um, Jen has a B plus and Jack has a C minus. Not even just a C, but a C minus. Yeah. It's like the professor wanted to give him a D, but he was like, you know what? I'll wait to give him the D. You yeah, he like, wanted to. That's the he problem. Give him he wanted to give the D so bad. Jack didn't want to get the D. No. So he was like, I'm going to give you the closest thing to the D. Hand stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, out in a boat on campus, Eddie is putting up flyers for Emma's band, and Joey is like trying to apologize because they have their weird thing. Um, I don't get it, but they, which you I know, don't Joey's, think is Gina's fault. No, of course not. But I think Joey's <laughs> being a little too thirsty here. Like yes. Eddie's obviously unbothered and moved on with his life. And she's like, but wait, let's talk about it. Here's what I think. I don't think that Joey has ever had a kiss that didn't mean way more. So let's think about it. Remember before she started kissing Dawson, she kissed that random fucking JFK nerd that was the boat guy that thought oh, she was yeah. rich. They kissed. And then it made her just realize that she was in love with, like, remember how much she was in love with Dawson. Dawson, obviously, they've never not had a kiss that wasn't, you know, the beginning Loaded. or the end of the world. Yeah. Um, Pacey, he's, they have nice sounding kisses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice sounding smooches. Um, they had that, so he had, or she had a summer fling, but mm -hmm. then that ended with someone 
saying that he was in love with her. So obviously those were good kisses. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's ever just had a kiss where it was like, oh, well, sorry. She never had a let's just go to a party and get drunk and make out with a stranger kiss. Yes. So he's not that is, type of girl. She needs to hang out with Jen more often. I agree. So we're doing this thing where like everybody on the cast is in their little pairs and no one is hanging out together anymore. And I miss the ensemble. Yeah. I want like a big family dinner with Grams bopping around in the background because oh. we haven't seen Grams in a while either. The newlywed. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Where everyone's kind of just like yelling at each other, you know? Classic yeah. family dinner. Yeah. I'll call Gina. Hang on. <laughs> She's busy right now. Oh, uh, of course. She's a bad Classic. bitch. Classic. Um, so that's that. Yeah, I agree completely. I do miss our little ensemble. That was French. Ensemble. Uh, and then we end our act with uh, just things are going terrible on set and they want to recast Natasha. But Dawson is like, no, we must save this girl I boned. But also he's <laughs> not wrong. This movie's not fucking coming back if they shut down. I know. He's like, mostly though, I need a job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, act two, post getting the grade. Uh, Jack wants to ask Prob Prof why his grade is so low when... You know, the other night, his prof was like. His grade was a little higher, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But apparently that's changed now that Jack doesn't want to kiss him. So manipulative. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, back on set, Todd is thinking about firing Natasha, but he gets pulled away before he can. So then da- Dawson's like, I'm going to talk to Natasha. And he sees her boobs for a second. Oh, my God. Ooh. I get a boner. <laughs> <laughs> so every time you do it, it's so funny to me. <laughs> um, Natasha says that she knows she's in trouble on the movie and needs to like nail the scene. So Dawson gives a couple notes and then sends her on her way. Yeah, that's his place. Yeah, yeah, that's what you want. At a fake job. <laughs> At his fake job, Pacey is on a call that uh, I don't fucking, I, I don't get it. Whatever. He's so schmoozy. I don't like this version of Pacey. It's the goatee. It must be. Yeah. And the, the long curly hair. Ugh. Um, so he's there doing his little schmoozy thing. Audrey is there to surprise Pacey, but Pacey's like, you could not surprise me at my very real job. The guys are going to think I'm lame. Because I have a Boys. girlfriend. <laughs> so We definitely weird. can't smooch here. The boys will think <laughs> I'm a puss. Is that Brian or Retro? Retro. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Audrey is there because she wants to tell him that Emma asked her to be in the band. She's like, I wouldn't be here if this was the biggest fucking deal that's ever happened in the entire history of the world. Your roommate asked me to be in her band. Pacey was like, great. You're more intertwined with my life now. Cool. Mm -hmm. Can't wait. Um, Now we're in the other jerk teacher's class. Hetson is his name. So, okay. He's dressing like he's trying to look like he's from Santa Monica, California. I know you never heard that before, right? And he is (laughs) a meanie. (laughs) 
Oh. Yeah. Hand gesture and all. Mean. (laughs) Yeah. Would you like to speak more on it? Like what makes him mean or evidence of his meanness? Um, he just bullies all of his students and he like really gets off on it. I he I think he does genuinely get off on it. Yeah. Like he'll go home that night and be like, Yeah, I did that. Nice. Yep, that was accurate. Get it? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, he bullies Joey. Then Eddie's like, I'm gonna stick up for her because I kissed her. But we don't talk about that, but you know, that's like kind of the deal. Then um Eddie and Hetson get into this weird thing about pen names and people not existing, and then Eddie's like, I'm fucking out of here. And then Joey leaves. And he's like, Mind I your business. Yeah, I didn't pick like that was all very confusing to me. I think it's meant to be confusing. Oh, all right. Well, then great job. <laughs> the book they're talking about, by the way, is Lolita. Book I never read. Me either. I heard it's, isn't it sexy though? Well, then sign me up. Oh, because nothing makes you more comfortable than sex stuff. Is I'm comfortable using sexual language, sexual jargon in my everyday life. <laughs> <laughs> sex stuff act three at hell's kitchen uh hell's kitchen eddie is not at work and then joey asks emma like hey do is there a campus address for him on file and emma's like why the fuck would he live on campus i hope you didn't think he was a student i know he's a fucking loser who reads a lot but he's not a student so go ahead so he's not this is the first time i'm like oh he's not a student then like i didn't wasn't I don't think I, this is supposed to be a slow, like a reveal. Okay. This isn't something we were meant to know before. Also, Joey, like, let it go. Now you're trying to go to his hoose? Yes. And which is why we'll get to it in a second. I, there was a great, like, lesson in here for Joey, if she could ever fucking learn it. Uh, it's at the end of the act, though. So I uh, know we're back with the movie. Uh, Heather is watching dailies and is like, I don't know, there's some improvement with Natasha, but it's not great. Then Dawson's like, why don't you, you know, you need to make a cut. You need to like recut some of these dailies to make her performance seem stronger. Otherwise, this movie is getting shut down. So Dawson talks to the editor and they like beep, bop, boop. A little. Don't <laughs> worry, together. Dawson fixes it. With yeah. no experience in the industry. And he's like, I know what edits you can make, professional editor. But in his defense, the um, Sea Monster movie is award-winning. <laughs> sure. So he knows about thrillers. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows about Natasha because they boned. Yeah, and he saw his, her boobs today. Yeah, so like super recently. Yeah. Um, also in the scene, we learned that Todd and Heather had sex. They have a lot of sexual tension. Well, they released that valve and now it's back and she's engaged. Ooh. But I think he'd like to do sex stuff again. I think they probably did. Like that trailer that day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Shit. That changes everything. I just changed everything. (laughs) Uh, At Boston 
City College or whatever it is. Uh, Jack is there to fight for his grade. Jack asks the teacher if he had said yes to being propositioned in the car, would his grade be higher? And then the teacher's like, probably, but like, you don't know what my life is like. And also society and also like life, man. And also like, I couldn't just be gay when I was your age. You know, I can't just be gay now. I'm married <laughs> to a woman. So I, I'm not <laughs> gay anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's he, always 100% true. <laughs> he just has like the dumbest defense. Yeah. In this. Also, like you're thing. talking to a 19 year old out gay like teen yeah so i think he's not just a gay teen he's a gay football star he was on the news yeah so So i think think he he, knows things i think he knows a little bit about being gay yeah (laughs) this guy is weird listen if i had a chance to be gay i'd be gay but i am uh you said no so i can't be gay (laughs) (laughs) it's yeah Everyone was just like, what? And by everyone, yeah. I mean Jack. <laughs> and rightfully so. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, then we're at Emma's concert and the singing. Oh, my God. And it's, spoiler alert, is a, like, metal version of California Dreaming. And Audrey has these fake piercings and she's trying really hard to look cool and she's just screaming into the microphone and everyone's loving it except for me. And me. And everyone and watching. Oh, you can and hear him? Great. The male retro must be here. Hates it. He hates hated it. it that much. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, uh, yeah. Outside Eddie's apartment. Uh, Joey, now Joey's here. She's conducting an interview or an investigation, not an interview. She's going to find Eddie. She's going to figure out his deal. Eddie's like, all right, well, come into the house, I guess. And this is the lesson that I wish Joey could fucking learn. Eddie's like, Joey says, are you always as much of a dick to people that are trying to help you? And Eddie says, I don't need you to save me. Not everybody needs to be saved. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Joey has never learned that lesson. She's no. always been like the I'll fix him guy. Girl. Yeah. Person. Human being. Also, I love how in the last scene, Emma was like, oh, he lives two hours away by public transportation. And then this one single day, she goes to Eddie's two hours. She comes back two hours, works her shift at Hell's Kitchen or goes to this concert and then works her shift at Hell's Kitchen. All in one night. Yeah. I was like, yo, the timeline needs some finessing. Yeah, it's not. uh, Timeline isn't timelining. No, it's not. Not like timelines, usually timeline. Yeah. Act four, the concert is over and everyone's like, thank fucking God. (laughs) (laughs) Now everyone's like, this is amazing. California Dreaming was obviously the only song we licensed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, Pacey's not there is is important to note. Yeah. Saw that one coming. Uh Uh-huh. 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 Back on set, uh, Todd introduces Heather to Natasha before Todd steals Heather away and then leaves Dawson with Natasha. And I loved very classic, like, 
Heather's been shitting on Natasha nonstop. And then as soon as she rolls up, I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God, yeah. We're so excited to have you. Truly, your presence is a present. Like, honored. Honored. And Dawson's just looking at this girl. And I'm like, Dawson, get used to it. You can't yeah, believe a single fucking thing anybody says in this industry. Don't be fucking shocked, dude. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, you gotta give it to Natasha, though, because she is hyper aware that she is on the chopping yeah. block. She's like, what, am I going to get fired? <laughs> Dawson's like, ah, oh, no, I, uh, uh, what? uh, uh, uh no, you're going to get schmired. <laughs> uh, Way so better. As they're ha- <laughs> having their little heart to heart, um, Natasha asks Dawson, or Natasha, like, kind of tells a story about being at some bullshit party and Dawson talking to her and blah, blah, blah. Um, and she asks, why did you talk to me that night? And Dot, this is the most annoying thing I think that Dawson perhaps has ever said. And until Gina Fattori tells me otherwise, I will never believe that she wrote this one line. I think that she wrote the hell out of the scene. And the reason that I don't think she wrote this line is because the rest of the scene is great and like makes sense dialogically. But <laughs> this scene, it's a real word. Uh, this in this line, he goes, she goes, why did you ever start? Why did you talk to me that night? And he says, because you were the only hot girl in the room who looked like she'd ever read a book. Oh, my God. That might as well have been translated to she's beautiful, but doesn't know it. Exactly. Eggs. Eggs. Actually. Straight yeah. out the chicken coop. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> I'll start using that one. Oh, she's tired. She's tired. You already took a nap today. I did already take a nap today. It's almost bedtime. I'm it tired. <laughs> well, when you're listen, when the brain's working overtime on shit like that. I mean, it's never ending. <laughs> Straight out the chicken coop. Uh, <laughs> at the trouble hut. Uh, Audrey is thanking Emma for inviting her to be in the band and then they walk into the apartment and Pacey's asleep on the couch again he's like sleeping while sitting up so same vibe yeah so it looks like he kind of just dropped dead but um I guess they're too young to have that kind of anxiety yet (laughs) (laughs) they're out of their minds if they don't (laughs) I walked in on someone like that I would immediately start pumping their chest yes even as they're saying they're okay yeah i'm like oh okay do you need cpr though are you sure (laughs) um and he feels awful he realizes what's happened and he feels fucking terrible he's like how can i make it up for you literally anything you want anything you want i will make it up to you and she just wants to go sleep in her own bed mood yeah (laughs) she's you know sad not her fault yeah she's like just fucking drive me home even though if i were her i'd been like I'll, you're pretty sleepy. I'll get home on my own. <laughs> well, there's no Uber or anything. She could take a cab, an old-fashioned cab. No, those haven't been invented yet either. Oh, wow. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then we're in Hell's Kitchen. And this is why Joey never learns her lessons, because Joey says, I'm trying to help you. And Eddie says, you do not need to help me. And then Joey, Eddie comes to like see her. He comes his two hour commute from his house where he already had been. And just to be like, hey, by the way, 
I'm going out tonight. Nice. I <laughs> in my head I was like, don't do that. You fucking nailed it. Good job. Good job. Oh. I'm on I'm on Swift Talk way too much. It's just like over Beyonce talk and Swift Talk. That's it. Nice. I don't know what I'm gonna do when these tours are over. I keep watching some guy catch fish in Maine. That keeps happening to me. It's fine, actually. All right. <laughs> you do you. I, he's charming. He's charming. Um, <laughs> not in like a cute way, just like when they catch a, a lobster that they can't keep because she's pregnant or is too old or whatever. He puts a little fish in the claw and says, give him a snack and then throws it back in the water. It's Aww. so cute. Yeah. That I don't know really why. Precious. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Is he your soulmate? Um, I think so. How old is he? I don't know. I wish he'd give me a snack. Throw me oh. back in the water. Because I just am hungry all the time. Mm, that's a vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, it, so in Hell's Kitchen, Eddie tells a story about how the reason that he accidentally became a student is the first time he like was on his lunch break and some like grad student or grad student study group or whatever came and started talking to him about Shakespeare and um, then he just started going to classes because I, I think like the deal with him is that he's like a literary savant, I guess. And then they do a little flirty book talk. Ooh, nothing gets me going more than a little flirty book talk. I'm on book talk also. Speaking of flirty book talk, they don't <laughs> flirt, but I am on book talk. Got it. Yeah. And that's cool. You get your book recommendations from book talk? I uh, know. I get my book recommendations from you. And then like three or six months later, I read them. <laughs> yeah. And then agree with whatever you say. True. That yeah. had happened recently. Yeah. But you were right. Though. I know. <laughs> Two unlikable characters. We're not talking about us, by the way. No, 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 no. <laughs> Other people are, I'm sure, but not us. <laughs> uh, and then we end in D-Town, B-Town, where uh, our problematic professor finds Jack and then brings him his paper that has now been regraded into a B instead of a C minus. And then we kind of do the same thing, which is, first of all, the professor says, I, it's possible I did let my emotions get in the way. And if that happened, I'm not saying, I'm saying that in the realm of possibilities, then it, I, anything is possible. If we're saying that anything is possible, then I guess this could be possible. And if that happened, I have no excuse. And Jack's response is simply, I sense an excuse coming on here. Because <laughs> it's not an apology. When you Sassy. apologize to someone, you have to say, sorry, I did that. Mm -hmm. yeah. And mean it. And don't use a goddamn ukulele. <laughs> um, the professor says that the world's changed. When he was a kid, he didn't see other kids coming out to their parents on MTV. I, I don't care. Like, I'm, listen, I'm very, very sorry that you are a fully grown adult male who is married with a, married to a woman with a child on the way and you cannot come out of the closet. I am sorry, but you cannot put this on your teenage student and yeah. then lower his grade because he wouldn't sleep with you. Yeah. When you propositioned him, propositioned him inside of a car. Yeah. That's very bad behavior. Yes, that's like predator shit. Yeah. Um, and then the professor's professor leaves, and Jen's like, "Ooh, <laughs> Jack has sad boy eyes." So they just do their little friend chem walk and leave. 
And then the credits roll, baby. Yeah. Next week, season six, episode six, Living Dead Girl. Ooh. She's live and she's dead. And she's she's a girl. Oh. She's (sighs) not a girl, not yet a woman. Oh, Brit. I worry about Brit. Oh, my God. She's so (laughs) unwell. Yeah. 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 And I don't trust the Sam guy, and I never have. No. Hey, Kim. Hey, what's this? (laughs) No, please, after you. Shoulder shimmy. Shoulder shimmy. Shit. Hey, Kim, if anyone wanted to get in touch with you, if they happen to be a fisherman in Maine, um, happen to be single, (laughs) happen to be looking, where could that person find you? Well, they can easily find me at .edu. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I am at Kim Moffat on Instagram, Twitter, and threads. Wow. Wow. That's a lot of social meds. And at Kim Moffat is here on TikTok talking ticks. Today I'm talking ticks about threads. For fucking. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You're talking ticks about another social media app that's replacing another social media app. What a world. I know. I, and I'm on all of them. I'm unwell. <laughs> uh, it was this. Yeah. <laughs> if someone wanted to talk to you about having a healthy balance of social media, <laughs> where can they find you? Where can I? How? how uh, will you help me? <laughs> sure. Yeah. You can only find me on Instagram every once in a while because I take a break from Instagram often. Um, I really try to be offline these days. And I got to tell you, it's really great. I will not be joining Threads. <laughs> I will not be joining Threads. Uh, anyway, I'm at Ashley Zaz on the gram, as they uh, still call it. Uh-huh. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, and the show has no social means needs. The show That's is like Zaz when she takes What's up? <laughs> Wait, keep going. <laughs> the show is like Zaz when she takes her social media breaks, except for it's all the time because the show has no social means That's needs. That's untrue. Our show, this show that you're listening to, has social media needs. We're at Dawson's Darlings, no apostrophe, hmm. on Instagram. Um, and, you know, it's quality, quality content. Really, mm-hmm. truly quality content. Maybe we'll go to threads while it's new and be fishing for listeners. Oh my God, we're wild. Let's do it. Fucking let's do it. We're okay. on threads. Hey. Breaking news. Fuck it. We're on threads too. You heard Ooh. it here first. <laughs> oh, so is that. As I'm saying it, I, I'm, I'm hearing it first as my little <laughs> words are saying it. You're what? hearing it first. Cat is hearing it first. Retro is not. Zaz has earbuds in. Ret- yeah, well, yeah, I have earbuds in, but Retro has wants nothing to do with this situation. 